What it is, what's up, gotcha ballad in the cut, uh, the Telesis of Cytal podcast, back with another podcast episode, and um, election results, been over 24 hours since the election has first started counting, ballots has first started counting, um, we've seen the highs and lows, a nearly triumphant Trump campaign, and uh, apparently a very pervasive and domineering Biden um, late count from states like Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia, essentially any state remaining uh, has been very Biden favored. Um, I think as you would expect, I, I think what we got early yesterday was heavy Trump lean um, the popular vote and the electorate uh, because of a lot of states that first reported were red and we kind of saw it started leveling out a little bit as a lot of uh, mail-in ballots from democratic states came in and we kind of started to start tipping again to trump when states like florida and texas uh ballot uh counties with a lot of hispanic turnout started going towards you know trump and that's part of what we'll be talking about today um where some campaigns failed, some campaigns did well, um, and some campaigns, or individuals in some campaigns should be bailed, and maybe even jailed, because they failed, definitely. Uh, so, you know, you see what I did there, you, you, you see it. First one, my first takeaway. The DNC is horribly disconnected from just about anyone and everyone. Um, I, for some reason, had it not pulled up right now. But if you look at the demographics and the way that things really started going out, um, as far as as far as those demographics, it would seem that, largely speaking, Biden failed in comparison to 2016, at the very least. Biden failed to retain quite a few bases that were locks for Hillary, or at least they were far better for, uh, for Hillary. Cubans slash Hispanics just fumble. <laughs> just absolutely fumble. I mean, I can't even express you enough. It's supposed to be a pretty massive gap um, in that for for uh, for Biden in comparison. I'll have to find the, the exact numbers. Um... I remember majority blacks also, last time I checked, were slipped, and a lot of Democratic uh, votes have come in recently, like Atlanta, the Atlanta County, so this might be different. But it was a 2.5 margin um, at one point. So that that's, I mean, that's fairly, when you consider the, the past four years, I thought that was, you know, fairly interesting. Um, Let's see what else. Did, what else was it? Um, Trump, um, Biden did way better than Hillary with white men, specifically suburban white men, which kind of made a difference in obviously states like Michigan and such. Um, white women, he did better than Hillary did, um, and I think suburban white women has been a specific demographic that's worked out for him in uh, in Georgia. Um, sorry, I just like finished eating. Um, and what else was it? A major one? Uh, un- uneducated whites. Uneducated whites, uh, I believe, also went towards, 
I believe the last time I checked, they were heavily leaning towards Trump, but a lot of Rust Party money has come in. So, you know, you can kind of contend maybe that's a little bit differently, but it, it's definitely been very odd. Some of the demographic Biden's lost out on. Um, older vote, he won the, the older vote, the older white vote also. So that that's interesting to me that he kind of played towards that and won it. Uh, but did a pretty bad job of contending for a a real a real varied uh, base. And for somebody that preached unity the entire way through, I feel that's that's just a very bad look to me. All right, so right now I'm looking at this. Uh, so males, so the 47.53% margin or break shakeout from 2016-2020 is about the same. So the same amount of people voting. Um, for red men, it was 52% Trump four years ago. Now it's 49% Trump. So made up some ground there. And then women have actually increased, red women actually increased for Trump. Um, he, Biden has had an increase in women from four years ago, from 54% to 56%, uh, which is insane to me that only 50% of blue women are voting blue. That blows my mind. I don't, I don't understand the contextualized that. So I, the way I'm the way I'm trying to think about this. Oh no, it's my bad. That slow moment, fucking Dirk Dur moment. This this is saying that the way the women broke out was one way or the other. So Trump had 43 percent women this time around. Biden had 46 56 percent women. So he got an increase in women, but also Trump got an increase in women. Four um, percent more people voted independent four years ago. Only 1% voted independent this year versus five. Um, leaving an account, no, um, no, not as much interest in Bernie. Um, Joe Jorgensen, I got, you know, got some love in some states, but not as heavy. Uh, there's a really, really big name in independence uh, four years ago. I forgot his name, but he's pretty big. And there's a lot of likable candidates that just didn't make it for one reason or the other. Um, you know, Jeb Bush, Rand Paul, a lot of guys that just didn't get a chance to make it to the primaries. They got votes uh, and writings and such. So, yeah, so rereading this, the men vote was a massive disparity last time. 11% higher for Trump, and then 7% went men, uh, uh, went other, went, went other. Uh, I also woke up for a nap like an hour ago. <laughs> Forgive me. Um, so, in this time around, 40% Trump, 40% Biden, uh, and then 3% other, which is interesting. So, I guess in the, the grand scheme of things, Biden did better. Um, we also have, shout out to CMAC. Uh, I'll probably just link this in the show notes. Um, looking at the actual racial breakdown. So, Whites were 65% of the vote. Blacks, 12%. Latinos, 13%. Which, um, I guess this lies into where racial, uh, 
splits are right now. Uh, blacks are ceding ground to Hispanics in this country. So I guess that makes sense. Uh, 87% went Biden, which is interesting to me that 12% went Trump. That's um, it's alarming, I feel like. Um, especially in comparison to... So 12% went red this time. 8% went red last time. So that's a significant jump, I feel like. Um, but when Biden essentially getting 2% of the, um, 2% less of the black vote, more people just went independent or, you know, wrote in whoever. Um, this time around as well, Clinton actually has the same amount of Latinos as Hillary Biden's the same amount of Latinos as uh, Clinton did, which is a little bit startling, I think, with... You, you can look at this a couple of ways. It's startling to think about because he lost Dade and he lost some of the big counties in Texas that are Hispanic. So you can say, okay, I thought it, he'd have less of the vote. Or you can look at Biden or Trump having 4% more Latino vote this time around. Um, and that being obviously the factor that allowed him to get some of those places like Florida and Texas. So it's not as bad as I thought it would be. I thought that Biden was lost like a massive amount of Hispanic vote. And he did in the votes themselves as far as the margins went. But percentage wise, I mean, not as bad as I thought. Um, and other is a very prominent uh, category this time around. Other was 3% last time, 6% this time. Trump got plus 22% other, which is just, I guess, a, you know, a congregation of all the other races that's not white, black, Latino, or Asian. That's, a, that's I think, it's a pretty significant amount, even though it's a very insignificant uh, group. To go up that much higher, um, and then Biden also dropped by a pretty significant margin, losing on 16% of the other vote. So that's it's fairly huge, I feel like. Um again, you know, some of these a lot of a lot of states like Florida and Texas have such a wide base of individuals that you can probably contend that maybe that also played um a factor along with the Hispanics. Um I can't think of too uh, too many other states where this would have really mattered much in the grand scheme of things. I mean I don't think that I, I don't know many states Biden lost that he wasn't supposed to like kind of lose, you know. It it you know, you look at the the Biden expected to win easily, got all of those. Biden expected to win narrowly. The only one he is even behind on is Pennsylvania, and that's expected to go his way. Uh toss up states, I mean, Trump won all toss up states other than Georgia and North Carolina handily. So you know, again, within a margin, I, uh, within a margin of error, about five percent. Uh, Ohio was plus eight. Iowa was plus eight. Texas was plus six. I mean, Iowa and Ohio are not, you know, diverse areas, so you couldn't really use that as an excuse there. But I just had to say that this definitely should have. You, you know, you would actually feel that with the overarching air of Trump has clearly failed as at least in the past year. Uh, and a lot of people, over half of Americans, attending that Trump has failed in pretty major areas. Um, cognitive dissonance between that and the, the polling um, 
demographics and how they split. So I just wanted to say that. Um, second, it kind of ties into it. I don't think they, the DNC has winning candidates in mind. Um, Biden was the right play in, in their current field. I don't think anybody else would have done better. Um, Sanders, I don't think would have. If I'm from what I'm seeing with the, the Hispanic vote and the whole socialism nonsense um, that Trump and his lackeys played up, I think Bernie would have gotten murdered with the Hispanics. Uh, even though I believe he actually does, he actually did poll very well with his man. I think he would have got murdered. Um, the turnout seems to not have been too, like, it seems to have been a very large turnout, the greatest turnout ever, supposedly. But I don't believe that he would have done so much better with younger voters that it would have accounted for how many older voters didn't go his way. Um, now, I'm just talking about Bernie because I know these are, these are one people think about first i just don't think he was a move uh i think warren would have just been a lesser version of bernie i don't think she would have had even 75 percent of the support he would have been able been able to maybe get in these times um Budichek, obviously no one liked Budichek, no one liked yank no one liked um klobuchar those just were not good ideas and i would go so far as to say that a lot of the people in Biden's campaign dropped the ball. Uh, I'm not going to say specific names because I don't know any specific names. I've heard some mentioned, but just they did a terrible job going door to door in some of these contested states um, that people respecting would go towards Biden in the situation. Um, looked like they could have, if maybe a little bit more elbow groups put on to. Obviously, the Hispanics, uh, whoever is Hispanic representative in Biden's camp, did a terrible fucking job. Um, the I know there's been a couple articles are saying like the centrists are looking towards different represent representation in the house um, and just different faces. Cough, cough, Pelosi. Um, <laughs> so that'd be interesting. Uh, Pelosi, I think, is just a spiteful son of a mother effer and does a horrible job of reaching out to the quote unquote far left. And obviously does not do a great job reaching out to the right um, consistently. Her, she could go, Schumer could go without a doubt. I think that'd make the, it at least represent the entire breadbasket of the left quite better. And hopefully allow them to pick up on a couple more of the the uh, upper class um, whites. And hopefully some of the Asians too, which should not be a demographic that... Um, you know, they, they lose out 4% on to to Trump this time around. That just doesn't make much sense to me. Um, definitely need a campaign of blacks better. Did a horrible job of doing that. You know, I think Biden did put in some work with some black communities and that kind of gave him the edge over Sanders. It seems like that same level of love kind of got lost as we actually got to the, prior, the, you know, the main debates. So yeah, DNC definitely needs to improve quite a bit. Number three, Trump shit stops and COVID doesn't occur. So right now we're looking at a electoral vote of 264 Biden, 214 Donald. Biden is expected to get Georgia. He's expected to get Pennsylvania. He got, depending on where you go, he's expected to get Arizona. And he's expected to get Nevada. Um... 
So those were all very key swing states. You could probably contend that they changed the demographic in Georgia and put some surrounding care, uh, counties to Atlanta that are not factored into the, like Fulton and, and all those, you know. But some of the farther out ones that are would be within like, you know, close to two to three hours away from Atlanta, maybe. Um, those have been turning blue from what I hear. Uh, so maybe that would be more to blame than COVID necessarily. But I believe that without pulling up exit polls and such, because that would obviously be a lot in a situation of state to state. I believe just looking at this map that the popular vote margin of 4 million, um, I believe probably is the first one to get 70 million. I think it's like the most uh, popular vote votes ever. But Trump also has 68 million, which is significantly more than he had uh, four years ago. I'm looking at it, I'm thinking that to myself without COVID, just off rip, uh, I'm looking at the, the shift. Texas went heavily blue in a lot of counties. Oregon would lean a little bit further into their blue. Uh, Georgia went heavily blue. Virginia went heavily blue. I'm just thinking to myself, this is contention, uh, not contention, but um, just, you know, thinking just putting it out there um i would think again just my thought i'm saying arizona goes arizona's been murdered by covid like mur- like one of the worst states per capita from covid the entire way through i'm thinking that goes red i'm thinking that michigan you could probably contend with Michigan that the COVID, as some people there say, overreaction may actually have hurt Democrats. But I'm just thinking like COVID didn't exist at all. Probably a red state. Um, Pennsylvania might be more concrete red, although even with fracking not going the way that Trump expected, if you couldn't win with that being an issue, I don't think COVID would have mattered very much. Wisconsin, um, I guess you could get to Trump. I guess COVID may not be as prominent as you could see from like number perspective, but I really believe that with a lot of these Western states um, that kind of really lean into blue, and I know a lot of them go blue regardless. I understand that. Um, I just think that I just think that COVID would allow Trump to at least get a pretty decent lead. In the, in the, I mean, like, it's 4 million margin in popular vote, right? So let's look at the popular vote in 2016. 2016 popular vote. Uh, what the fuck? Why is this not just pop up? Alright, so it was a only 3 million margin with Trump having pretty much, a, a, I think, a pretty guaranteed shot at re-election before COVID. It became, it remained a four million, you know, four to three million margin without, with, with counting for COVID and the failed economy and the societal issues and with, um, you know, adding in votes that went Gary Johnson and Jill Stein. So I'd imagine those went Democrat this time around. Uh, Gary Johnson was the big name I was thinking about earlier, by the way. Um... I mean, you really could look at that and say that without COVID, I mean, four million margin turns into probably like two and a half, maybe two margin. I think it's reasonably to expect that 
the, the popular vote margins crushed severely. Now, does that result in a different electoral outlook? Probably not in the grand scheme of things. I think, like I said, Arizona, that's three. Um, no, not, not three. That's three margin. But Arizona, I think, is like, what, 11? Um, and then Nevada is... I don't know. I, I don't know how COVID is in Nevada. It's been pretty bad in the, some of the western areas. So I imagine Nevada got it too. If Arizona did, um, that's six. You know, seventeen votes going a different way. This is a whole different ball game, I suppose. I think Trump would have still narrowly lost from what I'm seeing with Georgia's and and uh, you know Virginia went very far in a different direction. You know, I don't know, but. And, it, and this is a hypothetical speaking, like maybe it's hypothetical without COVID, Trump and them, I mean, Biden and them goes deeper into Florida and Texas and they, they pull those out. Who knows? Um, but, you know, I mean, I think for personally that Trump kills it, at least with a popular vote, if COVID doesn't occur. Speaking to, I'm really flowing these points. I think American population is honestly leaning into that divisiveness uh we have a pretty much the most centrist candidate you could probably find um a guy that does not have really any leanings towards socialism at all or even stream as americans pretend extreme left ideas other than solar power which at this point isn't the stream ideal anymore um and we set a reasonably close margin in popular vote and a reasonably close margin the electoral vote. So I think to that, and I say that Americans are not incredibly interested in finding a middle ground. I'm going to just let that marinate, but you look at the way these demographics work, and you're looking at, you know, a lot of states say they, that Trump didn't do as bad a job as, you know, reality would probably tell you as far as the economy and, and uh, COVID went. Um, that social issues have just not been that important to people in this country, or nor has COVID. Um, I, I think it's fair to say that a lot of people don't truly care about those things that are pushing individuals further out to one part or the other. Again, just take that how you may, but we um, we are not a unified country in terms of what we want truly I, I that's what I believe that's what these votes are kind of telling me but hey uh, number 5 2024 has to be a banger candidate I think that goes without a doubt I don't believe that the, the, I will honestly say even midway through this term the Republicans are going to still have the where they can kind of uh, really make up some ground they should possibly finish with the House, another House, the uh, Senate. They are losing the runoff in Georgia, which kind of got announced today. So that will give us, I am a Democrat, to be honest with you. I'm sure you could tell by now, but <laughs> it will give us one more chance to kind of make things even. Um, Tuberville losing to, Tuberville winning against Doug, and I believe it was another Northeastern seat that got stolen by Republicans that kind of fucked on our, um, the plans of the Democrats. That was tough. So right now, uh, the red flipped one seat, the blue flipped two, so you got a net gain, and 
there's four remaining seats currently tied to 48-48. Um, so yeah, it's not the hope that Georgia goes one way or the other. Uh, Lindsey Graham taking it from Jamie Harrison kind of really killed the boner. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the runoff's going to have to happen in Georgia. That's going to be huge. Uh, huge as one would say. And hopefully that goes in our direction. Uh, <laughs> Alaska also has not announced their candidate per New York Times, which is interesting, but the Republican candidate is killing it so far. So unfortunate, but what can you do? 2024 mayor candidate um, midway without the House or the Senate or without the Senate and with a um, candidate, I guess, a voice of filibuster morally um it's very fair to think that um the senate and then the court justices won't allow much progressive movements to be made by the democrats i think we look the past 12 years probably fair to, to think that will it will the republicans get much done themselves probably not that's just not how they work the past 12 years will also kind of lead to that uh, well, let's just say much good. Maybe there'll be some things done, but it won't be much good. Um, so I'm looking at this, Nick, and like we we could be at a spot where GOP just stands pat for the next two years, steal some seats, then and we come back uh, in 2024, and this hyper alt right nonsense really like, wasn't quelled in this election like many were hoping it's very possible that someone as callous as Trump could come along and try to make something like that happen I know a lot of people joke around Tucker Carlson that's not going to happen but there could be somebody that maybe is a little bit closer to the centrist a little bit more maybe representative of Republican uh, more Republican ideals but has a spin of the, the extremist uh, fresh breath quote unquote way of thinking that Trump kind of made his living on last election that would be very dangerous towards the democrats who are at a current and very very extended impasse between pretty much rejecting the progressive wing of their setup and uh whoring themselves out for this centrist area that i think we take away things like covid and you know massive drops in the economy centrist leaning or very leaning red um still leaning very red now popular vote is won by democrats every time just about so maybe maybe with some of the rust belt places um potentially turning blue you know wisconsin michigan um good job by biden in iowa i suppose maybe this looks different in four years Maybe with more educated to- more education towards less hands-on blue-collar stuff in four years, which, which you would hope in four years. I mean, that's just the way that the direction things should be going. Maybe this looks totally different. But as of right now, with what we currently know, 2024 needs to have a very strong candidate from the Democrats. They cannot live on the promise of normalcy again. And I think right now, normalcy isn't necessarily what people want but they definitely do not want extreme 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 
far right ideology again. So we gotta have some bounce between that to the crest. <laughs> we don't need pouring out for centrism, but we also can't expect to just let these far-reaching wings just continue to keep on extending out. It can't continue to be a political gap like there is currently. Um, so that's that just some of my thoughts. Um, I think I closed the tab I wanted to link already, so, you know, F it. Um, Couple of states that Trump is suing in, but I mean, if he loses all states, he's objecting to lose at this point, it really won't matter. So, should have Biden announced about 3 a.m. if Fulton County gets done, potentially early tomorrow. Either way, it's just about Don Dada. Um, Mitch gets from, not Mitch, that's the wrong channel. That's my YouTube channel. Tell us this out, you know, like, subscribe, rate, share. <laughs> YouTube shit. Spotify, shout out to you. Shout out to Apple Podcasts. Shout out to Breaker. Shout out to Podcast Junkie, I think it's called. And shout out to Anchor.f for giving your boy a platform.